0: Quasi-tort. Quasi-tort is a legal term that is sometimes used to describe unusual tort actions, on the basis of a legal doctrine that some legal duty exists which cannot be classified strictly as negligence in a personal duty resulting in a tort nor as a contractual duty resulting in a breach of contract, but rather some other kind of duty recognizable by the law. It has been used, for example, to describe a tort for strict liability arising out of product liability, although this is typically simply called a tort. Although it is not to be found in most legal dictionaries, it has been used by some scholars, such as Sri Lankan Lakshman Marasing. Lakshman proposes that the doctrine provides legal relief that falls outside tort or contract, but with some of the characteristics of tort or contract, as can be found in restitution, including unjust enrichment, equity, including unconscionable conduct, beneficiaries under a trust of the benefit of a promise, people protected by the valid assignment of promise, fiduciary duty and contracts of insurance. As a third type of civil wrong. In tort theory, Lakshman Marising posits that quasi-delict, a doctrine in civil law jurisdictions, exists as well in common law. Marising thus argues against Viscount Haldane's dictum in Sinclair v. Brougham that the only common law civil causes of action are, by definition, contract and tort. Brooklyn Law School's Law Review had an article with a similar argument, contractor duty to third parties not in privity, a quasi-tort solution to the vexing problem of victims of non feasance Malta recognizes quasi-tort as a third type of liability. Belgium also has quasi-tort. As a violation of a statutory or regulatory scheme. Tort law has been modified by statute to expand protection and limit liability. Many tort law statutes have their origins in common law and are interpreted through common law. These include workers' compensation, insurance law, consumer protection laws, labor law, products liability law, energy law, compensation to relatives on death, anti-discrimination law, and other miscellaneous and difficult-to-categorize areas of law. This may include statutory law or administrative regulation that define, aid interpretation, construction, provide means to calculate quantum of damages, clarify personal responsibility, or replace torts with their origins in common law. As a miscellaneous type of wrongdoing, Lakshman suggests there may be scholars who have viewed certain recently created torts such as negligent infliction of emotional distress as quasi torts. Raymond T. Nimmer used the term in restatement second of tort section 552 on negligent misrepresentation deals with a quasi tort, quasi contract form of liability. Lakshman Marasing posits that it is a category where the wrong is both a contract and a tort, such as with legal malpractice or medical malpractice. For example, New York law applies the same statute of limitations for medical, dental or podiatric malpractice to be commenced within two years and six months, whether under contract or tort theories. Some equity actions can be viewed as quasi-torts, such as quiet title and key tam actions. Conflict of laws. In conflict of laws, the choice of law rules for tort are intended to select the lex cause by which to determine the nature and scope of the judicial remedy to claim damages for loss or damage suffered. History The first attempts to establish a coherent choice of law rule for tort cases involving a foreign law element varied between favoring the lex fori, for example the law of the court, and the lex loci commissi for example the law of the place where the tort was committed the public policy of territorial sovereignty was always the principal consideration. Hence, the forum courts claimed their right to apply their laws to determine whether any lawsuit initiated in their jurisdiction allowed a remedy. Equally, it is the commission of a tort that vests a right of action in a claimant and therefore, it should always be for the law of the place where that right was created to determine the extent of any remedy flowing from it. In the end, a compromise emerged where the lex loci delicti was the first point of reference but courts retained a discretion to substitute the lex fori if the foreign law was deemed unfair and other practical considerations pointed to the application of forum law. In the U.S., see the New York decision in Babcock v. Jackson, 1963, for a discussion of the issues. This led to a debate in which state interests, rather than strict territorial connections, were suggested as the basis of a new test. In 1971, the American Law Institute produced the second conflict's restatements and Section 6 provides that the applicable law should be the one with the most significant relationship to the tort. In other common law states, a parallel movement occurred and resulted in the adoption of a proper law test. In substance, both forms are similar in their approach. Explanation. The presumptive choice of law rule for tort is that the proper law applies. This refers to the law that has the greatest relevance to the issues involved. In public policy terms, this is usually the law of the place where the key elements of the wrong were performed or occurred, the lex loci delicti. So if A is a pedestrian injured by B's negligent driving, the law of the state in which the injury occurs would logically be applied because, in public policy terms, the citizens of that state have a clear interest in regulating the standard of driving on their roads that either or both the parties might have domiciles outside that state would be irrelevant. But, if A buys a car from B in state X and drives it into state Y where A is injured by a defect in the car, the choice of law is not as evident, there is potential liability both for breach of contract and for negligent misstatement, deceit and failure to adequately maintain the vehicle prior to sale. There is no genuine connection either in fact or law with the law of state Y. It was pure chance that the injury occurred there. In fact, the law of state X is the lex loci contractus and the most appropriate law since everything relevant to the potential tortious liability occurred in that state which has the greatest interest in maintaining consumer confidence in the motor trade. Thus, no matter where A sues B, the forum court should apply the law of state X to resolve the various causes of action. For these purposes, the forum convenience would be the state in which B has residence and or holds assets. One of the key considerations in any conflict dispute is the enforceability of the resulting judgment. Courts are more willing to accept cases with a foreign law element when one of the parties is domiciled or has residence within their territorial jurisdiction or has assets against which judgment can be levied. However, if the tort was intentional, there are two competing theories as to which law is the most appropriate. For example, a writes a defamatory letter in state X and posts it to be in state Y clearly damaging the reputation of C in state Y. The initiatory or subjective theory provides that the proper law is the law of the state in which all the initial components of the tort occurred. In the example given, A may never have left state X and the argument would be made that state X would have the better claim to determine the extent of liability for those who, whether temporarily or not, owe it allegiance. Hence, if A sent a reference to B about C in the ordinary course of business, or submitted for publication by B a review of an artistic work by C, the policy claims of state X would be strong. The terminatory or objective theory provides that the law of the state in which the last component occurred, for example where the loss or damage was sustained, should be the proper law. Here, the argument is that unless and until the damage is sustained, the tort is not complete. Unlike criminal law, there is no liability for attempted tort. Hence, since the tort does not exist to give rise to liability until the letter is read by B in state Y, only state Y has an interest in the application of its laws. There is no international agreement on which theory is to be preferred and each state therefore applies its local choice of law rules. But the enforceability of any judgment would be a relevant consideration. Suppose that the law of state X might offer a partial or complete defense to A. Hence, C naturally prefers to invoke the jurisdiction of state Y's courts if there is no system for reciprocal and automatic registration and enforcement of judgments between the two states, state Y and any other state in which jurisdiction might be sought, would be reluctant to accept the case since no court likes to waste its time in hearing a case if it is not going to be enforceable. In summary, therefore, selecting the proper law in tort cases is subject to a balancing of public policy and practical considerations and, although each set of choice of law rules will give an indication of likely outcome, The individual decisions on the merits are not strictly subject to precedent, and outcomes may vary depending on circumstances.